Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! When a group of food processors met for a business conference, one of them ate his way into a charge of murder. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Believe me, Jerry Browning, private detective. In most cases, there's plenty of food for thought. The first thing I noticed about Herbert Endicott was the size and smell of his cigar. It was built on his own proportions, big and powerful like everything about Endicott. His fortune was huge, his house was practically a castle, and as for his ideas... Gigantic. That's me. I'm the biggest food processor in this city. I'm daring, I'm resourceful, and I'm hungry. Come on, let's have a bite to eat while I tell you about your job. I followed my client into the kitchen. He opened an enormous refrigerator, reached into the brightly lighted interior, loaded plates heaping high with cold cuts and cheese. Then... Now, Browning... I've called a meeting of my competitors. Harry Stacy, John Dansford, and Tom Leonard. You got that? Stacy, Dansford, Leonard. I got it. Good. Now, let me tell you what they've got in common. They hate me. Worse than they hate each other. Yeah, have some more of this ham. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Endicott, if these men hate you, why'd you invite them here? Good question. Pass the milk. Endicott wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. I'm bored with business. Figured to take a trip around the world. Sample the cooking of every country. Let my competitors make me an offer. Buy me out. I sat back. Oh, let my belt out a notch. Okay, but I still don't see why you need me around. I'm a detective, Mr. Endicott, not a lawyer. Don't need a lawyer. What's cheaper than buying a man out, Brownie? Don't answer. I'll tell you. Killing him's cheaper. I think each of these men would like to kill me. Your job is to stop it. I have a cream puff. I was hired by a food processor who was certain his business competitors were planning to kill him. When the competitors, Stacy, Dansford, and Leonard, arrived at Endicott's home, I was introduced as his secretary. And within ten minutes, Leonard took me off to one side. Browning? Whatever Endicott pays, I'll double for inside dopeness processing methods. Uh, that uh, fast-packed technique on asparagus tips, for instance? I grinned. Mr. Leonard, I'm only what you might call a social secretary. Both Dansford and Stacy were trying to get at me, but the dinner bell prevented it. And what a dinner it was. Pressed duck, roast pheasant, a side of beef, a suckling pig, plus all the trimmings. And no conversation. While those men ate, that's all they did. About three hours later, I tottered into the billiard room in the wake of my client and his three guests. Stacy picked up a billiard cue, reached into his pocket, absently started chalking the stick's tip. Been years since I played, but I'll take you on ten dollars a point. What a fight that started. I jumped in, pulled my client and his other two guests off Stacy. Come on, break it up, break it up. And the next time, Mr. Stacy, don't make any cracks about not having played billiards. Especially if you intend to use your own chalk. 
Nobody seemed to think it odd that Endicott's social secretary was capable of stopping fights. And after slugging him, nobody appeared to hold Stacy's lie against him. Especially since they all played even better than he did. After a couple of games, Dansford put aside his cue. I'm tired. Let's postpone business until the morning. I need sleep. After Endicott showed his competitors to their rooms, he joined me in the library. I think I'm safe for tonight, Browning. But uh, don't sleep too deeply, here. Yeah? I never do. Good night, Mr. Endicott. I didn't go to bed at all. Made myself reasonably comfortable in the library chair. There wasn't a light on in the entire house. A couple of times as the hours passed, I thought I heard footsteps. But each time I investigated, I found nothing. It happened at 3.30. It was a revolver shot. And it came from the back of the house. I dashed out into the kitchen and met everybody else converging on it, except Mr. Leonard. He was there already, on the floor, dead of a bullet wound. I picked up the gun, sniffed it, recently fired. Endicott came over to me, grabbed my arm. Browning, that shot was intended for me. Whoever killed Leonard thought it was me coming down here for a late snack. Do you usually have snacks at 3.30 a.m.? I turned to the others. Gentlemen, we can stop the pretending. I'm not a secretary. I'm a private detective. Now let's hear your stories. Stacy was first. I always knew Endicott was a pirate, but I didn't think he'd invite competitors here to kill them. I'm getting out of here. Not just yet. You hated Leonard too, Mr. Stacy. You all hated each other. Before you accuse anybody, why don't you find out whose gun you're holding? Endicott bit his lip. It's mine, Browning. But anybody could have taken it from my desk in the library. If I wanted to commit murder, would I hire a detective? Dansford interrupted. Sure you would. To throw off suspicion and... He paused. Hey, Bernie, do you smell anything special? I sniffed. Yeah, I smell cigar smoke. Only you smoke cigars, Mr. Endicott. All the others were smoking cigarettes. Endicott turned pale. Browning, I haven't smoked since we left the billiard room hours ago. That's when Dansford pounced. That's what he says, but I know better. You do, Mr. Dansford? How come? Because I came down here a while ago. That huge dinner made me thirsty. Thought I'd get a glass of milk. But I heard two men whispering in here. Couldn't see them because it was pitch dark. But I did smell Endicott's cigar. I couldn't mistake that. Though, of course, Stacy here could have stolen one. Stacy glared but kept quiet. Dansford went on. Then I heard the refrigerator door open. Heard someone gobbling food. That could only be Endicott. Nobody has an appetite like that, walrus. I can tell the way he eats even in the dark. I glanced at the three men. Then at the huge refrigerator. Let's try a little experiment. I'll put out the lights, then open the refrigerator door. Dansford tried to make a dash for it, but it was easy to catch him because the room was illuminated by the light from inside the refrigerator. That ended it, of course. Dansford gave himself away completely when he said that the room was pitch black even though the refrigerator door was open. Dansford's plan was to eliminate one of his competitors and have Endicott be blamed for the murder, thus getting rid of two at a time. So, he stole Endicott's gun and one of his cigars, induced Leonard to come downstairs for a conference, and death. As Endicott said a good deal later, Never trust a lean man. He don't eat enough to light up his eyes. Uh, Have another turkey leg, Browning. (laughs) That was a case where I gained more than my fee. I also gained four pounds. Like I said, there's lots of ways of throwing light on a crime. And giving a killer plenty to chew on. <laughs>